I didn't even see the time, man. I really was just that, whatever. Vaughn, good with you? Ready to go, boys? And welcome to the Sports Debate Podcast here on 99.5 The, the Mix. Good afternoon, good evening. Uh, I am your host, Jonathan, Mr. Moose Nunez, and we have our usual experts on today's show. On my right, Bryce, ready, just get right with me. In the middle, Steven, ready. And on the left, the creator himself. I'm Jonathan Dominique. Okay, and yeah, so welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, before we start, uh, please, if you guys have any questions, comments, and concerns, call in at 305. 899-3463. You know, we'd love to hear your conversation. We'd love to hear everything about what you guys have, and we'd love to have a conversation overall. Thank you so much. Uh, email. email, please. Yes. The email is at gmo.com. Once again, thesportsdebatebarry at gmo.com. Okay, perfect. Any comments, questions, or concerns, or if you just don't feel like calling or emailing topics. If you're antisocial, please use the email. Oh, please. If, you know, the, if yeah, you're an introvert or an extrovert, please use the email. We don't categorize. Well, it's just more likely. Anyway, so, how about we start with some baseball? There was a big trade that just happened, what was it, a week ago? Uh, about, yeah, about a week ago. Yeah, it, was said, it was said a week ago, but it was finalized. Uh, yeah, because it was like a couple days ago. Okay, so, um, for the people that don't know, so... Officially, the uh, Boston Red Sox have traded. I've made a trade with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, the Dod- I'll go with the Red Sox first, just to see what they gave up, what the Dodgers gave up. The Dodgers gave up Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, and Con- Connor Wong, outfielders, uh, shortstop, and catcher, respectively. Uh, and the Red Sox, in return to this, gave up $48 million. David Price, left-handed pitcher, okay. and Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts, my bad, who was, what, MVP, second runner-up or something like that? Runner, I think runner-up. Yeah. I think he won MVP the year before. So, like, in my opinion, the Red Sox got a bag of Doritos and a half-eaten peanut butter sandwich. Not Funyuns? They got a bag of Funyuns. Yeah. Chill, bro. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, funny, funny, they're pretty fire. That's you got some Fritos. Fritos. Yeah, so, plain okay. Fritos. They just got like an average bag of chips, like like Walmart brand bag of chips, for nothing. Like they gave up so much for store brand chips. And now my question is for you guys: How did this affect? First of all, obviously, who won the trade? Red Sox. Yeah, well, Dodgers won the trade. I mean, sorry, Dodgers. Yeah, my bad. Dodgers won the trade. And how does this affect the season coming up? Well, Dodgers are stacked. I mean, to the roof. They have possibly they have two aces, even though they lost Ryu. Yeah. They just picked up Price to basically fill that void. They still got Walker Burley. Um, they, they still have you know. Well, that was just. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was just just like, that's like a, yeah, that's the obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, they still have Bellinger. They they have more people too that I just can't name on top of my head. But they still have a lot of pieces. They still have a lot of pieces that are that they just improved upon by picking up a great outfielder and a great, you know, good good pitcher. Yeah, he was last time he was great was in Tampa Bay. Just yeah. I mean, last time he was great I mean, was when he won the World Series. 
That seems a little biased. Uh, uh, right, right when he won the World Series. Yeah. The Tampa? Never mind. We're not going to do close. Tampa did. Yeah, they lost to Philly yeah. in the World Series. So. And they won it that year, right? Yeah, Philly was that, won. Was that back in 08, if I'm correct? 08, 09. Yeah. Well, that's what Philly won. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, with Ryan. They were starting riots on it. Yeah, in Philly. Yeah. yeah. So, so those, in your guys' opinion, does this make them the automatic front runner? And for the Dodgers, of course, does this make them the automatic front runner in the NL? Or. Will their continue or will their uh, consistent concerns of pitchers struggling, hitters not being consistent enough in the playoffs still continue? I mean, I don't know. Um, at least from my perspective, if one were to get, I assume a very all-star type caliber player mm-hmm. and Mookie Betts, two all-star type, two. yeah, because Price it has was an all-star or he's been consistently. On there since the dawn of time. He's Isn't he? Like, he's an XIM. He, he, he is an XIM. Yes. Yeah. And then Mookie Betts, who's what, like twenty four or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. This is like his third, fourth year, so they have a lot of. So he's coming from his prime years. He's so, about to. He's about to hit his prime. Years. I mean, he's kind of like he's he's coasting in there right now. He's coasting his prime years. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And hopefully he stays healthy. You know, we always with which uh, we always wish wish. Health upon every player. So yes, yeah. and um, and then going, obviously forty-eight million dollars does go go a long way as well. Going back on what I said earlier about um, those two type of players or that trade itself. I mean, on paper, they're arguably a better team, right? On Ooh. paper, yeah. Um, the Dodgers got Mookie Betts. Yeah. The, the, do- the Dodgers. Yes. The Dodgers. So yeah, the Dodgers. Now, um, whenever you see a trade like that, you kind of think the team is on a high horse now. I mean, they could be better. I see them as a better players or a better team this season currently because of that trade. But, you know, you got to see how they adjust. It's a new team. How, chemistry-wise. Chemistry-wise. How it all together, yes. Um, a new just a whole new thing for those coming into a brand new team that they normally would get. Mm-hmm. And I think just like every other team in the MLB or just sports in general going on to a new team, it's a learning curve. So hopefully it turns out well and pans out for the Dodgers. And, and I'm actually glad that you brought that up because now that you brought that up, like you brought the, the idea of so a, team, a player going to a different team and just being so much different either positively or negatively, one of the most recent ones has been Christian Yelich. Christian Yelich was always a 300-plus hitter in Miami, and I always loved him. I thought he, every time it was a ball, he read, he knew how to read pitches beautifully. He knew what was a ball, what was a strike, to, to almost perfection. Um, but he was never a slugger. He was never as dominant. He was always a fantastic defensive hit, uh, defensive player, one of the most consistent um, hitters, you know, he could have easily hit 300 or minimum 285, yeah. which is still really great in the MLB. But as soon as he went to Milwaukee, he just started hitting dingers. I think, uh, what do you remember what lineup he was in? Like, what? uh, he would, um, usually it would be D Gordon, then Yelich, oh, and so then second, yeah. yeah, he would be second, and then Stanton, and then St- Stanton would be third or fourth, depending on what we were trying to accomplish that, you know. Mm. But yeah, I agree. I mean, Yelich literally—he was like, "I'm about to take over." And he literally—he he was pissed for a good reason. He won MVP. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, 
So do you, with this bet, do you guys think World Series bound? Yes or no? For the, for the Dodgers, obviously. Well, I mean, who knows for about the Red Sox, but... It's the Dodgers, too early to say. Dodgers usually come in... A lot of the times, they can come in... Well, actually, for a lot of times for the past decade, they came into the league... Uh, I should say the league. To the season with a pretty great team. And then... Argu- yeah. Arguably the favorites, too. Yeah, a lot of times, they're arguably the favorites. But then, yeah, playoff hits, and they disappear. Yeah, so... So, so still pretty... So, from your experience, no real change, right? No. Because in baseball, you know, baseball is long... 162 games, there's a lot that could, you know, shoot. Next thing you know, Injuries. bets and price could be traded before the end of the trade deadline. That would be insane. That's just based off you the piece out of everything turns out and the best interest, of course. Yeah. Um, you said your cousin was World Series bound for the Dodgers. Um, oh, I asked if, if now does this push them into automatic World Series? Like, the top of the NL, no one like like the fan favorite. Yeah, you know. I think um, for me, I don't think so. Okay. But I mean, that's that's only because if you look at other teams, um, you see that when they were to get a whole new superstar, that it's um gradual gradual adjustment. So mm-hmm. I mean, we have to wait to see. Give it, you know. Like, like Steven says, 162 games, so you never know what might happen. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, but in my opinion, I don't see anyone coming up, like, other than the Dodgers. Like, just right now, because it's, it's super early. Yeah, of course. You just, know, nothing's happened, but other than the trade, yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't make it to the World Series. The Marlins. I'm not, I'm not, I'm joking. No, the Marlins, in my, from what I've seen, um, if, if we play this right... In about three or four, in about three or four years, five years, you know, at the start of last season, um, we we can pr- we will probably be a playoff contender, and you know, if we keep consistently consistently moving forward in the right path, then you know we'll make good draft picks, make good pickups, you know, and develop our farm system. But right now, Marlins fan, I'm with you, but we're gonna suck a lot. You said Marlins fan as in Marlins fans. Fans. I feel fans. like they, they knew that was coming. Yes. Well, I you know in case they, they think this is our year or you know there's a super. I mean I'm always going to be super optimistic. I always think that we're going to win every game, but from a more I guess in a more intelligent standpoint, the Marlins, we're going to suck, and that's fine. I'm still with you. I'm going to be loyal because you know if when I'm there when we're sixty. And 102, I'll be there when we're in the World Series. That's a little team. Respect. Respect. I mean, uh, a team that could possibly, you know, come up there now. Braves. I feel like people Astros. are still, uh... Alright. <laughs> I feel like uh, the Braves are still, uh... Arrivals? Huh? Arrivals? Who? Baltimore? The Orioles. 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 Okay, okay, hey, hey, hey. He's still learning process. Still learning process. Uh, by the way, the Orioles are part of the AL. And the Orioles are literally probably the worst team in the AL. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, clearly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but the Braves, what have they done? They picked up Marcelo Zuna, who was an ex Marlin. Ended up going to the Cardinals. Yeah. Well. He, he did solid. He put up the same numbers as he did with the Marlins, so that's not surprising. Yeah, um, they actually signed King Felix to a minor league deal, so we could possibly see him coming up and helping their rotation. Yeah, well, what a random downfall of a pitcher. Yeah, that was, 
And he's still putting up good numbers. He's just getting a lot of losses. It's just like weird. It's weird. This man, it's Seattle, man. Seattle, like, they put together teams, too. Seattle has teams. They had the player with the smoothest swing of all time in Ken Griffey Jr. If that was, and you guys said it, well, that's the best looking school swing ever. Just the power, the smoothness, the speed of it was perfection. I don't, I don't know another swing as beautiful as that one. And, I, and they did nothing with it. It's just yeah. Seattle. Yeah, it is Seattle. It's just the managers. I don't know. I really don't Shout know. Shout out to Ichiro. Yeah, Ichiro making moves. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> he was also on Moreland. <laughs> he was. Yeah, we signed him. He was a Yankee too. Yeah. yeah. He almost, did he won a, He almost won a ring with him. Almost. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think that the year year afterwards he left. He went to World Series or lost or they they were. He probably got hit by a scandal. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, he might he might have got knocked out by a scandal. Probably. Yes. MLB to XFL. Yeah. So time. so once again, thank you, Junior. Really do appreciate that. Now. Uh, of course, uh, be careful. Hylian drivers are probably, in my experience, the worst drivers in Miami. Just on the west side. Yes, but you know, well, from from where I've driven, that's been my worst experience of driving. But yeah, so, uh, so yeah, XFL. I saw a handful of minutes here and there, so I can't really talk much. But it did seem pretty exciting. But. What's the main difference between the XFL and the NFL? Like, uh, I think um, like there's some rules, like changes in rules. That's probably a difference. I don't know exactly, mm-hmm. but like definitely kickoff. I think the kickoff is p- probably a little different. Okay. Um, like, like, I know like you had like done some extra research on it. So can you give us, I guess, an overall breakdown of what makes the XFL different? And well, so yeah, like I said, I did some research on the XFL. Um, there is a different format when it comes to uh, kicking, as what to what Bryce said, mm-hmm. and um, well, typically if you were to go to the NFL, as soon as the ball or the punter or the kicker's foot makes contact with the ball, mm-hmm. the players of the opposing team and the receiving team would run. Yes. But in the XFL, they don't start running, the receiving and defending team until the ball makes contact with the actual receiver. Okay, so until until it hits the I'm all or hits the ground I'm presuming? Or it hits the ground. Okay, so that's when people Okay, that's actually I kinda like the idea. So it's more of like a safety precaution. That's I would like to I like the idea. Um there is one thing that yeah, they look it looks a little weird on camera. I camera. mean obviously because yeah. we're so used to as soon as the ball kick, everyone running getting to position. And if you see them they're just standing there. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So, uh, anything else that you, um, that is of difference that can really you know, that can maybe be implemented in the NFL? Well, XFL has a ten week program. That's a what ten week regular season, I mean. Okay. Like, you know, uh, NFL has sixteen weeks. Mm-hmm. XFL only has ten. We had a two-week postseason, just like the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL, I think, has like a month, though. A month? A postseason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. XFL only has like a two-week season. Four games. Yeah, wild card. Yeah, uh, semifinals, finals of each division. So that's three weeks. And then there's the week off, so that's four weeks. And then the Super Bowl, which is week five. Well, the XFL only has two weeks for the postseason. Okay, I like and they have no bye week. 
No bye week. Okay. No bye week at all. But it it also is a shortened week, so that makes somewhat sense. Now, um, another thing that's different is salaries. At least for now, since they're coming up to be a huge league and organization, mm-hmm. the average XFL player earns fifty five thousand for the season. Okay. With some star players earning up to five hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. So like the average. Well, is it like minimum 55? 55 is roughly the average. Okay, so average 55, and then the, yeah, if you're like MVP gets like 500k. Well, star is I would like assume so. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like MVP like on, each t- on each team. Yeah, so like, yeah, like MVP of like each team would get like 500k. I would assume so. Okay, Depending yeah, so. on their contract. And then um, they're, so they're basically play, playing what, like two months? And then playoffs, so we're looking at like three months, getting 55K. It's relatively a short season, but... Yeah, because 10 weeks, two yeah, weeks. When you put it that way, it's, yeah. that's like not that bad. Yeah, so, yeah, that's actually a pretty good moneymaker for the players, you know. It's not so small. But I think the uh, the main focus is um, on the actual start of the time itself. So, yeah, because it's right after the NFL. Yeah, so that could lead to more viewership or primarily focus on them. Think about it. You have all these people hungry for football after finishing with the NFL. What else are they going to watch Thursday, Saturday, Sunday night the XFL? Practical yeah. Jokers. It practically is a smart business-like maneuver for them to gain viewership. Sh- yeah, shout out to Vince McMahon for doing that, for learning from his mistakes. But, um, um, I'm just being devil's advocate, but there's also basketball still going on. There's hockey. also hockey. Yeah, college basketball. We just saw uh, Duke versus Carolina, which we'll be discussing that yeah. uh, after the break. And then spring training for baseball is about to come up. So I'm just saying, like, there's, like, there's not there's there's football being sports played. going on. It's yeah. a very small window. Yeah, exactly, very small. Because as soon as the um, the NFL ends in February, first week of February, it starts back up. I mean, you got you got the early, combine. Yeah, then you March, got the draft. Yeah, in April, and then. The begin mid August is when like preseason, you know. Yeah, yeah, but, and I mean, going back to what you just said, um, yes, they have competitors, mm-hmm. but I mean, if we were to, I mean, you can always see highlights, of course. I mean, the game was pretty action packed, given the fact that so, it was the first inaugural yeah, game. Yeah, so of the season. it wasn't boring. It wasn't slow pace. It was no, consistent. Um, one of the uh, players, uh, Marquette King. Yeah. Oh, he's, 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 in the, yeah, he's in the XFL. Uh, they don't have Johnny Manziel, though, which is kind of pissing me off. Johnny Manziel, because Johnny Manziel is arrogant. He didn't want to go there. Yeah, but still, that's a big name. That can bring viewership. I'm not going to sign somebody that's going to say, the XFL needs me as much as I need the XFL. We're not equals. <laughs> I wouldn't consider myself on yeah. equal terms. But yeah, Marquette King, right? Yeah, at one point in one of his uh, games, well, in his first game, he scored a uh, perfect punt. Perfect so, pun. Mm-hmm. What's uh for everyone, including myself, that doesn't know? Uh, it's pretty much where you kick the ball off, and it stops roughly on the one yard line. So oh, like so yeah, and it's not a touchback, so it legit oh, stops. That's yeah. Did they? Sorry, I, I was looking at the highlight, but the the player moved it though, so they called uh, like, so they called it a touchback because of his his they teammate. They the touchback. I thought they ruled it back, but I, I don't know for sure. I, it was a highlight, but they, he pinned it well, and then his teammate came and, like, he didn't technically grab the ball. He just... Kind of, like, tap it? 
Like he shoved it. Like he uh, fell on in and moved. Weak. Yeah. Terrible teammate. Yeah. Terrible teammate. I basically oh. thought the ball just went over his legs, and when they grabbed it, it stopped on the one-yard yeah. line. Um, th- there is something that I saw that I don't remember which game it was, but there was a, a field goal kicker, or there was a kicker for one of the teams that had missed like an extra point or field goal. And basically, after the commercial timeout, they had interviewed said kicker and asked them what went wrong. Yeah. And asked for like an, an analysis of, of what just happened. And I kind of like that. But at the same time, that's kind of an a-hole move by, by, the, by the Broncos. Like, oh, hey, you failed. What happened? Because <laughs> that's what I saw, too. Uh, Pat McPhee, um, he was interviewing. Uh, well, he played for Green Bay, right? He played for the Colts. He yeah, played he for the Colts. Colts. Pat McAfee. Um, yeah. McAfee, yeah, Pat McAfee. Close He's enough. Interviewing, um, you know, Marquette King yeah. and then different coaches and players. And then also what's interesting about the XFL is that you get to listen to their play call. As a as a fan, yeah. But then, um, you know, the opposing team can't watch of the course. audio, of course. And then, but I think it's cool. Like you hear what they're calling, you know. You hear like, oh X Y double back twenty three, and then, yeah. No, that does seem cool. Uh, I would like uh, since it's the XFL and it does have somewhat ties with uh, the WWE. I would like a uh, promo after every touchdown. Of just like the players talking mad smack, like a rock style or Stone Cold Steve Austin style of promo. Can I see the RKO? Like I would that would be awesome. I, w- I want a heel change. I want someone to be on the opposing team and just switch in the middle of the game. That's all I ask for. Oh, so you yeah. really want entertainment aspect to it? Yes, I, <laughs> I, I want there to be drama. You know, all of a sudden the quarterback, you know, he's up by seven and he just takes off his jersey and he's the opposing jersey. I'm playing and, for the other team now. Yes. I can't with this receiving core. And he just and he just fumbles it, you know, for the defense to grab it for a touchdown. Drama. That would be funny. That would be awesome. As um, I, I want someone to hit the, the Stone Cold Stunner on the quarterback for a sack. We we looked at the uh, <laughs> looked at the XFL, and they actually got some power backs behind them in terms of like of quality players. No, not quite. Well, they do have quality players, but uh, in terms of um. Viewership. Okay. They're also on ABC, yeah, ESPN, and FS1. Yeah, no, they, yeah. From what I heard, and Junior did, they talked about this. They had a really good deal with the TV, and TV deals make bank. Yeah. So Vince McMahon, once again, way to learn from your mistakes and do better. Because I guess we can all agree this first week, really good start. Obviously, there can be improvements, mm-hmm. but. This is a good start. Would you agree? Solid, solid start. Yeah, they even got yeah, a streaker. Yeah, they did. They, they, they got a streaker. Yeah, they got a streaker. The first day, nice. Go with them. I think this is just a good opportunity for former players or players who didn't get enough playing time in the NFL to actually show some type of improvement into the XFL. And while doing the research on this, I kind of thought about the idea of um, why don't they make like uh what's the word? Why don't they make like a way to draft XFL players onto the NFL? That way at least college players like um I forget who went to the XFL, his name was Nick Jones or something online. I forgot his name, but he used to play uh college football in the season before. 
And um, now he's playing for the XFL. So I'm thinking, instead of just making it to the NFL, why not just make the XFL gateway and then go so to the So, like, like what the G League is for the NBA? Yes. If you want to see it like that, yes. That is... is, is, is NCAA is not going to let it happen. Because then that gives, they, they're, they're, then they're going to start to apply the one-and-done rule. And that's that's gonna kill the NCAA. Football. Yeah, that's literally yeah. that's literally gonna destroy. Schools. Just think of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was trash the first year, and it took him what the second and third year to fully develop into what he is now. Like, yeah. yeah. That, and then you're gonna see you're gonna see people like I don't even know I don't even know top college you know football athletes. I mean, high oh, school yeah. football. I don't know top five. Yeah, high but school just think about this way: Tim Tebow would have left like that instantly. Probably. Shoot, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, yeah, Trevor, yeah, Trevor, 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 Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence probably went straight to XFL. Your yeah, Marcus Russell would have left. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, at least, <laughs> at least in that aspect, it's a way for them to at least condition for the NFL. I just think Vince McMahon is too selfish. Also, like with uh, if let's say you're already an XFL player, I think it would have been hard to transition to the NFL only because you're already playing your ten week season, and let's say you go into the playoffs, you lose. Like probably within a, less than a month, you got to get. There's ready no for recovery the, time. Yeah, it's very minimal. Very I mean, minimal. but if you look at it, how many people are gonna come from the XFL? Like legit first right. team quality, like first. first I'm just second. saying, probably if, just if like a do, handful. Like overall. if you're like a the star, like you're the star of the whole league, you're the face. It's very little recovery time, and it's like, how are you gonna adjust to like, let's say the Dolphins pick you up? I don't know how are you gonna adjust to the playbook and the speed. Like say it's a different speed or different. Bigger, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a, yeah. Win, so. um, overall, we do wish the XFL much success because it is more football. And but we do have to go into our first break of today. Next, we'll be talking about college basketball and and you know and, and uh, Stevens, Cole Anthony's, and uh, UNC. Miles Powell's a bucket. Yeah, Miles Powell's. Legit. Regardless, we'll be right back. I'm drowning. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, this is the Sports Debate Podcast here on 99.5 The Mix. Um, so before we start with Division One basketball, let's go to the best division, Division Two, uh, And we'll start off with the Barry Buccaneers. Right now, the Barry softball team is currently 7-5. and five. Uh, They did just lose their past game to East uh, Strasburg. Yeah, Strasburg. Strasburg, thank you. Uh, 0-8, but they did win... The, uh, the first game of the two-game series, 5-4, so congrats to our ladies. They have, um, I believe, they first yes their first conference uh, series against Eckerd at Eckerd. So for all the people listening at Eckerd, support Barry, please, even though I know you won't. What, what day is that? That is, I close the tab, let me reopen it. Um, so the series is Friday, Saturday, Saturday, which is February 14th and 15th. 6 p.m., 12 p.m., and 2 p.m. Uh, going to baseball, our cur- currently our baseball team is 6-0. and uh, We have swept up both teams, and we'll be playing against St. Thomas at St. Thomas this Tuesday, February 11th, at 6 p.m. So for all our Barry students, please show out. It's only a 20-minute drive. Show our Buccaneers some love. Please and thank you. And yeah, 6-0, and so great start for them. Uh, women's basketball, this past week they went 1-1, beating Florida Tech here at Barry University and losing to Embry-Riddle uh, this past Saturday. And so for the next game for them is 
here, home versus PBA. I believe we won the first game against them. Let me scroll up a little bit. Yes, we won the first game at PBA, 66-43. So we're looking for another good win. Uh, and then men's basketball is currently 16-6, overall 10-5 in a conference. We st we're still holding the third seed, but we still got to pick it up overall. Uh, just like the women's, we did beat Florida Tech at Florida Tech. Nail-biter, tied with another uh, game-winning shot. And then we lost to Embry-Riddle at Embry-Riddle. Yeah, so, yeah, so just like the women's, we have, a, we have the home game this Wednesday, February 12th. Uh, it's 5.30 for women. 7.30 for men, well 7.30 ish depending on when the women end of course, versus PBA. So for everyone listening, please show out, please support us. We, we, love all the, we, we love all the love that you give us, all the appreciation, all the just loud, enthusiastic behavior, and yeah, so please show up. Uh, all these sports are also being done on um, this week, and that makes it even more special because it's homecoming week. Yes, homecoming it, it is homecoming week, yes. And Valentine's. Yeah, you want to get your little boo, you know, a little, <laughs> a little snack or sweet, you know. Hey, shout out to all the coupled and single people out there. Shout out to all the girls that Mac Daddy John got under his belt too. Shout out to my girl, by the way. I I don't know if you're listening or not. I don't know what he's talking about. Anyway, so uh, so going back to I guess Division One now, sadly, because you know that's the one that the media cares about. What yeah. do they listen? Yeah, listen. I don't yeah, know. Division I'll told them. There's two conversations happening right now. <laughs> so, Steven. Um, There's zero. Steven. 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 Asterisk. Steven. Hey, man, I'm still listening. Steven. You don't have to abuse my name. I, know, I like your name. Your name's not nice. Anyway, Steven. Cole Anthony and UNC had a, I'm not going to say a, a bad loss, but that was a fantastic game to watch. It was. Yeah. Yeah, I see it. So, nope. Oof, I'm sorry to hear about that, but um, I believe the game went to overtime. Yes, it did. It was a Duke did prevail 98-96 in OT, mm -hmm. uh, and now this brings the total uh, out of the past 101 games. Duke with a 51 to 50 record uh, over UNC. Wow. Yeah. So that's insane. Um, so yeah. So. What, in your opinion, from I guess what you've seen the highlights and what you read about, what do you think happened? Well, I look at the stat sheet. For one, I see Trey Jones is twenty eight points. Should never happen ever in life. Trey Jones should never be close to twenty five points. But for for, for the people for the people that don't know, Trey Jones is Trey Jones is is a point guard for the uh, Duke Blue Devils. Okay. In my opinion, he's a very good player, but he isn't a he's not a skilled offensive. Player in my like as skilled. I'm not saying he's not a thirty point person in my opinion. Yeah, no. Give you give you a solid would, would, fifteen. Not his game. Would, would, fifteen. Would, would you say he's more all around, like an all around player? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him all around. So he's not Pass a primary scorer. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's not. He's, a, he's not a primary scorer. So like you said, that shouldn't even happen. Yeah, that's, happen. that's not his play style originally. Okay. And this is surprising to see him take twenty five shots at that. So that um. I saw the, the, the first uh, buzzer beater they had. It's ridiculous. And that happened from the free throw, right? Yeah, Trey Jones only threw. I don't. Perfectly. He literally. I've seen people try this. I've seen professionals try this. And, and they make don't it. get it. They don't get it as perfect. He literally just threw it off the front of the rim, bounced it back, got his own rebound, dribbled through a leak. He dribbled the leak, and then he just shot it over Cole Anthony. No control. Like, he had no real control of the ball until he threw it up. 
Like there wasn't a strategized shot. There was no strategy behind that. And then the second Kobe. Second one was just uh, man, can they box out? <laughs> 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 Trey shot a three, and then Wendell Moore was just there at the right time. Yeah, the thing flew to the left. Yeah. Sound disappointed. Hmm? Sound disappointed about that. I mean, I mean, sadly, you know, once you're emotionally invested into a team, instead of being a bandwagon, oh, who's Ohio State's rival? Um, I don't know, man. Michigan. Oh, so Michigan. Michigan. Anyway, so so and you brought up offense rebounding. It was. An offensive rebounding battle. Even football. though overall, uh, even though overall North Carolina did beat uh, Duke in rebounding, they gave up 13 offensive rebounds. Yeah, disgusting. So, so that is a problem. And then what I'm also seeing is a terrible three-point shooting performance on both sides. So for Duke, it's four of 18. For Carolina, it's three of 12. And then, and then for free throws, 21 to 38. So that's 17 missed free throws for Carolina. And then 26-34 for uh, Duke, missing eight free throws. And 17, so we have Cole Anthony, 9 of 10. Garrison Brooks, 0 for 5. Walker Miller, 1 of 2. Armando, back it. Thank yeah. you. 4, four of 9. Uh, Rakan Black, 2 of 4. Andrew Paltek, Palti? Plating. Yes, that word. 3 of 6. <laughs> Keeling, uh, two of two. Pierce, zero for zero. So they had a lot of opportunities for easy, easy points. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize Brandon Robinson didn't play either. That's new to me. Uh, Brandon Robinson. Brandon Robinson is our starting. Uh, our starting two. Usually he uh he starts over. Play yeah. Playdick doesn't start. That's that's who doesn't start. Usually Brandon Robinson starts. And um, I'm also looking now. That I'm looking at the stats. Armando shot four for ten. Usually, if Armando shoots bad. It's gonna be pretty. Uh, it's pretty scary, cause that means that one the big the big man load falls all on Garrison's shoulders. Garrison yeah, and Garrison. I mean, he he's he's showing out this year. It's just yeah, it's not. If, if that he honestly, just needs if help. You, if you look at this, it's kind of intriguing because this should not have been even a game. Because if you look at turnovers, North Carolina had eighteen. Um, Duke had eleven. You know. Free throw wise, they had missed seventeen points yeah. uh, for UNC. So how 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 did this become such a close game in a sense? You know, <laughs> who are you telling? Checking my phone, seeing these updates, and I'm seeing we're winning. What? Yeah. It was just I and, mean, and 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 the and the part is I'm I'm also just realizing this right now because uh, the reason I didn't watch is because uh, Barry had the game versus Rollins, so we only saw the final bit of overtime. Um, which my coach personally wasn't happy about since he's from UNC. You know, he went there and graduated. Shout out to uh, my coach, Coach Sissies. Um And UNC was actually up 44-35 and a half. Mm-hmm. Yes, we were. So do you think that's a letdown by UNC or Krzyzewski doing miracles? I don't even know if I would call that either or. Cause Roy Williams said in the beginning, like, I'm not trying to bash these kids, but... It's a pretty bad yeah, it's a overall pretty team. That he's coached, that he's ever coached in his whole career. Like, or while being at UNC. Because, like, I didn't even watching the game on Saturday. It's just like, how did it happen? How? Like, how, Sway? Like, come on. Like, come on. Like, it should not... You should not lose a, what... A nine or eleven point lead. Uh, nine point lead. Nine point lead. Yeah. So easily to go in overtime and then still lose 
You know what time by a buzzer beater? Yeah, there's no way ever. Like, yo, if I'm a coach, Moose, if that would happen to the club basketball team, a buzzer beater to go in OT and then a buzzer beater to win the game, yeah. I, 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 I'd probably see you drill a hole in the floor. Um, <laughs> you, you personally, you wouldn't see me do it because, you know, I would I would try to be calm, relaxed, you know, you know, let my players know that uh, it's my fault because I didn't do a good enough. Because as coaches, when you win, it's the players, it's, it's because of the players. When you lose, it's because of the coaches. That's one thing I've learned. That's one thing I've, I've begun to realize. Now, if that's true or not, doesn't matter. That's the lifestyle that you live, and that's the lifestyle that you got to, you know, promote. Because, you know, when you win, you don't, you know, it, it's the players, you know, because these guys scored and stuff. But when you lose, who gets fired first? The coaches. So, so you know, I'll obviously bring them in, tell them this and stuff, get ready for next practice. Wait about five minutes, you know, clear up. Go to, like, just, just a random room, and then probably... Deck, every, <laughs> like I, I would make a hole in four walls. Just one, ninety degree turn. Two, ninety degree turn. Three, ninety degree turn. Four, but that's not the point this time. So, um, so this well, is what from, you do from, after you do lose. Well, currently I'm one to know, so I don't know what a loss is. Oh, yeah, yeah, lose, yeah, lose. Congrats on the win. Yeah, I'm, I'm not retired yet, sadly. So you know, I have to keep it up. Well, if to, to look at it from your perspective, the question that you just asked, then yes, I would definitely say it's a, a huge success on uh, Coach K's part mm-hmm. and a downfall on uh, World Moons. But in reality, man, and these Carolina boys got to kick it up. But I'm not going to put too much on Duke because Duke does get a lot of more recruits than, like, five-star recruits than um, UNC does. Like, UNC gets yeah. some, but, like... I, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. This, this is the this best class. recruiting class we've had. And look at what we're doing. Like, this is the best crew class we've probably had in five years. Uh, by the way, uh, UNC is ranked 89th. Oh, what? We're not out of the top 100? What? We're, no. We can make top 64 still? I told you. That's horrible. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Look, look, look what I'm talking about. We're UNC. This is like Bama being like, whoa, 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 whoa. Miami's, we're getting the bowl game. Shout out like, to Miami being be ranked game. 109. Yeah. Your boy. 109. Yeah, we're beating uh, Belmont, Santa Clara, uh, New Mexico State. Yo. Uh, we're being UCF. Uh, question. So, what do you guys think about San Diego State being the only undefeated team? Currently, n- ranked number one overall now. Oh, San Diego wow. State? Really? Who they play? They don't. Who's in the uh, division? I, I can look that up real quick. Bro, no, no, no. If they're going to make San Diego State number one, then th- that I feel like Wichita State got... Um, no. What kind of word do I use for this? Um... I don't want to say the word that I originally used because you know. Got um. They deserve a higher. They got disrespected. There we go. Because Wichita State went undefeated. They were, I think, for three. But no. So Kentucky was balling a cat and. But listen, listen. They were undefeated for three years straight. I mean, regular season, I believe. I think yeah. I'm not because as soon as they hit. But I think for three years straight, they were going into to the tournament undefeated, and nobody was like, oh yeah, let's get Wichita State number one. Cause you know they don't play nobody. So why is San Diego State at number one? If, oh my god! If, from right now, from my knowledge right now, that I know of. Yeah, I don't, feel I don't like think they, they play, play anybody. Um, but I mean, they are doing work. Like they're balling out there in you know California, Southern California. Um, That's a nice place to ball out. Yeah, bro. They just played Air Force and they won by fifteen. It's Air Force. Yeah, and they only won by fifteen. 
You're, number, you're number one in the nation. <laughs> That's a, you're padding stats that day. But I mean, well, I, well, because well, from this from the standings I saw was that they were uh, number one in net rating. So it wasn't like fully AP. So I apologize for that. It says I mean, yeah, it says they're four over here. Yeah, last time I saw it there. We four. just says four. Why can't that? Okay, I'm so I mean, this. but Same. do you think it's legit or like do you think it's all show right now? And then when it gets to the I gotta, real stuff, I gotta see the schedule. Oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna look at the schedule right now. So. Uh, like what they're doing, you have to look at the schedule, you have to look at who they played, you have to look yeah. at their, you have to think about their history as a total, like, have they them. often, yeah, let's, let's not okay, forget so, about Kawhi. So let's see. Bro, they, the, the toughest team they played was? So they beat BYU, with, mm. yeah, BYU. Iowa, Creighton maybe? Uh, they beat Creighton, mm. Iowa, Colorado State. Iowa, Iowa's not bad. Utah. Fresno State, yeah. So, but I mean, they have some good quality wins, but it's not top top of the line, you know. Yeah, yeah, bro. They should not be number one. Well, I mean, they, we don't well, know they, yet because the, the rankings come out what tomorrow, right? I think yeah. tonight. Yeah. Or to, oh, yeah. tonight, yeah, tonight or tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. But so going to uh, top twenty-five, who has been like your most surprised? Uh, the teams that are in it or not in it. Seton Hall, baby. Seton Hall, which is Seton currently ranked. Hall. I think they might be ten. Well, they're currently eighteen and five, seven two. Uh, Just coming off a beautiful win over Nova. Nova who? Villanova. Villanova. Oh, Villanova. Oh, really? Nova South? You really thought they? <laughs> Nova South was like, ah, we're tired of D two. Let's just. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, they just beat Villanova. Miles Powell has, uh, what should I call it, 19. He just broke uh, Senior Hall's record for most uh, Big East Player of the Month. Yeah. Is a week? Player of the Weeks uh-huh. with six. Um, he, he holds their uh, three-point record now also. So, I mean. I think, for me, um, it doesn't have to be Dayton. Like, I mean. Uh, Dayton's a desk. Dayton's 21-2. and two. They're number six in, uh, in the nation. It's just like. Where'd you come from? <laughs> like, same, same thing with San Diego State. Like, you don't have a curry, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they got this dude named OB something. Oh, yeah. They, they, they definitely have a, a lottery pick on their team. Yeah, exactly. They, they definitely have a, have a lottery pick. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, still, it's just still like... Out of uh, nowhere. Like, yeah, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't hear about them last year. Yeah. Now they're they're doing work. I think... Oh, John, uh, John, do you have like a big surprise team? Someone that's... And did top twenty five or not in the top twenty five? Shoot, who's the last team Ohio State played? That's a good question. And I can look that up real quickly. Uh, while I looked it up, do you want me to explain my my surprise team? Um, if you don't go, mind, go ahead. Okay, so while I'm looking at Ohio State stuff, uh, my surprise team is Michigan really? because they have yeah. well, no, I know they're not in the top twenty five, but of how dramatic their their season has gone. So they start off the season six and zero, you know, and beating on back to back days UNC and Gonzaga, quite handily too, you know, seventy three sixty four versus UNC when they had a very healthy lineup, mm-hmm. and then Gonzaga, who's I think ranked number one right now, two uh, behind are, Baylor. They're they're ranked number two mm-hmm. behind Baylor, and they beat them eighty two sixty four. Then they lost to Louisville, you know, beat Iowa, and then it's just been consistent like back and forth. So. They lost to Illinois, lost to Oregon, who's ranked top 25 right now. Illinois top 25, too. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Illinois top 25, you know. Dang, um, they had a harder schedule than they Honestly, State. Yeah, Kansas so. should be one. <laughs> Penn State. So, yeah, so, so they, they've, oh had some, they've had some bad luck. Like, they lost to Ohio State. Yeah. Congrats. 
Bro, stop, stop. Don't stop. even stop, stop. What you call it? Yeah. Stop, stop, enter- you. stop entertaining you. the fact that he's, he's a. Yeah. You're so, what? So, Ohio State what? So, like, Jawan Howard. I'm I guess just an Ohio State football fan, basketball is still undetermined. What's your mascot? Yeah. How, how, do you, how do you not be undetermined in a school's team? Wait, nah. What's your mascot? I mean, you know, you got basketball, you got football, you got soccer. What's your mascot? Oh, it's that guy. I don't remember the mascot name. That guy. Yo, you're horrible. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's probably Bucky the Buck. Bucky the <laughs> You know how people do. If, if, you, if you can show me a picture of mascots, I can identify. Bro, it's because he looks like a chestnut. Literally. Bro, come on now. Okay, with all Look at him. He looks like a chestnut. We're, we're getting a bit off oh, topic Brutus, here. Can, Brutus we, can, we, can we? Can we? I mean, yeah. You said um, for you, Michigan. Why? So. And it's just been up and down for them, like you said. Yes, that, that's that's the main thing I have with Michigan, is that they start off the season fantastically. You know, they start six and zero, beat two at the time powerhouse teams. You know, UNC was extremely healthy; they were doing work. Gonzaga, number two right now, and and then they kind of slow down. And I guess you know, Jawan Howard, who you know I love Jawan Howard. You know, he was a great player for us. You know, Michigan Fat Five. You know, he's going to be in the Hall time. You should be in the Michigan all-time Hall of Fame and stuff. Mm-hmm. He, I guess he's still working out the ropes because that, I guess you can say that Louisville loss kind of started this trend of... Reality check. Yeah, reality check. You know, they shouldn't be losing to Illinois if they beat a two high-power high team. The Oregon loss, you know, that could be a win, that could be a loss, you know, depending on what they do. Yeah. Michigan State, you know, I guess, yeah, Tom Izzo, I guess he was out of coach, but then, you know, he wins against Purdue. Uh... He beats Nebraska, beats Rutgers, who's consistently in the tournament all the time, and Rutgers at the time was ranked 25. One second, one second. They beat Michigan State again. Michigan State is poo. But still, it's, you know, Tom Izzo. Like, Dave, I feel like yeah, Michigan Tom, Tom State's Izzo, probably, like, chilling Tom, with us right now. Tom Izzo is... Okay, true. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but, like, Tom Izzo is, you know, at the top level of... Krzyzewski, Williams, Calipari, you know, mm-hmm. Bill Self, mm-hmm. I mean, before this whole ordeal. So the fact and the fact that they started so well and then just dramatically just gone down and slightly up and down, it's just been a roller coaster. That's been a real big surprise of inconsistencies, yeah. you know? I get you. Honestly, if I'm, if I'm Michigan, I wouldn't be tripping. Because right now, Jawan Howard, <laughs> he, he set them up. Next year they're going to be stacked. Yeah, right? like, that's what I was about to say. And they're like probably going to get Josh Christopher too. Exactly. They're going to be California. stacked. What? Are we looking oh, at? Are we looking at maybe another five five uh, part two? Dior just committed to Dior committed to uh, Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. Dior, 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 Dior Johnson. Johnson. Um, I'm sorry. Like I, I'm big into um, high yeah. school, like high school basketball. Yeah, big, big. And these cats, like nowadays, you look at basketball back then. Nowadays, the cats that play today. Is different, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen fourth graders that are like, I'm like, yo. Or dunking. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. No, <laughs> no, I've seen no fourth graders dunking. No, 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 look at this. I'm being dead uh, serious. Okay, before you continue, I do want to mention that Ohio State did beat Villanova. They, Thank they you. Beat, they did beat UNC, but they Thank lost you. to Minnesota. West wow. Virginia, Wisconsin, Maryland. Bro, what are you saying? State, Thank Minnesota, you for it. Wisconsin over, again. Bro. So you're being. I just want to say, I'm being so serious. Okay, but yeah, continue with your point. Syracuse varsity team. We already know who's on it. BJ Boston, um, nope. Brandon, Brandon Baylor, Boston, Brandon Boston. Yeah. 
basically a whole bunch of yeah, yeah. A whole bunch of Kentucky. He's Kentucky commit. And then there's that guy Bronny James. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah, and Zaire, no, Zaire, Zaire Wade. I don't yeah. know. They Zaire, Zaire Wade has a pretty good Euro stuff. I wonder if he learned from anybody. I don't know. I don't know about his Euro stuff. But the kids, I think that's Euro On the varsity team, not the varsity, the JV team with Bryce James. JV team. Bryce is on JV. Yeah, Bryce is on JV. Charlie, the freshman. Uh, Wait, now he's in eighth grade. I mean, he's in middle school. Oh my god. Okay, so the middle school team. Well, nah, that's kid, probably, he's probably on JV. He can school. dunk. Like, not no regular uh, rim grazer. He can. Yeah. You can put a body on something. In seventh grade. I was barely. No, nah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I saw some seventh graders dunking. Like, I was. Uh, there was something at the, the Miami Heat Stadium where I had to ref. <laughs> and there was seventh graders, bro. And I'm looking at these seventh graders, and I'm like, dog. If I was like this in seventh grade, I probably would have been in the league. You ever, you ever see that video of like it's like a like a ten second video of like you know it's like AU players but like they all are like thirty but they say they're like in fifth grade. Yes. Is that is that what it's like? I don't know. I don't it's know like, if it's like oh, that. It's like Daquan Williams, uh, fifth grade, fifteen years old. He does like a three sixty windmill. <laughs> yes. His head's above the rim. But there's this other kid. It's he's like a junior now or sophomore. Imani Bates. Imani's a freshman, bro. And he is. Imani is in. I think Imani is a freshman. He's in, sorry, he's in Michigan, so he's probably uh, most likely might go to Michigan um, or Michigan State. But still, like he's really nice, really nice. Imani Bates, shout out. He's been <clears> talked <throat> about for a while. Last twenty twenty. Paul Gasol as the next LeBron James. Nice. 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 I mean, I mean I the they're, they're saying Andrew Wiggins was the next LeBron James, and he's been just. Imani, pretty good. No, I'm not he plays, he bad, plays like he's, he's like. But I just want to say, who's going to win the player of the year? Cade Cunningham at Mount Verde Academy. That means good. I go. He's going to Oklahoma State. Player. You think he's going? I think he's going to player, player of the year. year. Naismith player of the year. I think he's going to win it. That's. That's going to be fun and stuff. So yeah, but um, we do have to go into our uh, final break, and then we'll be talking about the NBA. Talking about All Star Weekend and Bryce, I heard you have a little uh, breaking news. Once we come back, right? Yes, sir. I hope you're ready for that. Uh, stay tuned. Keep enjoying, and you know, we just keep listening. Yes, sir. The Sports Debate Podcast here on ninety nine point five The Mix. Uh, as I mentioned before, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please call in at three zero five eight nine nine three four six three. So, Bryce, while I'm Bring up these past little uh, stats and you know figures and stuff. Do you mind telling me about your breaking news about the NBA? Yeah, so the NBA, you know, aka Adam Silver, aka the boy. Uh, he was talking to a couple sponsors, and the biggest sponsor that he signed or that he made a deal with with the NBA is with Hennessy. Oh yeah, I seen that too. Shout yeah. out J.R. Smith. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, speaking of J.R. Smith, I heard a little rumor that the Lakers might be giving him a workout sometime soon. Lakers are also uh, looking at, what's my calls? Oh, uh, Deion Waiters. Yeah, Deion Waiters. So, yeah, he did get Waiters. So, this was an eventful uh, week, just like a half a week of the NBA. Before we even get to like the All-Stars and scores and standings, that Tuesday to Thursday, those 48, 72 hours, was Hectic, and there was a lot of trades, a lot of great trades, a lot of terrible trades, a lot of nutty trades. And what trade? First of all, is there any trade y'all want to talk about right now, yes. or 
Go ahead, I'm, Bryce. I have two. Yeah, two. My biggest one is just uh, coming in, you know, coming in, I thought the Lakers are, you know, the it team. The it. In but a good way or a bad way? In a good way. Okay. In a good way. I just want to make sure. But the Clippers? I mean, I understand the first game they beat the Lakers by 30, blah, 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 and then they beat them on Christmas, blah, blah, blah. But that's just regular season. But to trade for Marcus Morris Sr., a number one on another team, to become to your team and make him become a number three or number four. All right, all right, all right. That's uh, scary. Let's, so let's not make Marcus uh, Morris. Be, like, before we begin, before we begin, I do want to... an elite caliber. Before we begin, I do want to explain the details of that trade. So the Clippers, uh, so the Trippers, the Knicks, and the Wizards were part of that three-team trade. The Wizards have agreed um, that will send Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas to the Clippers. Jerome Robinson will join the Wizards. And the Knicks will receive Mo Harkless and a 2020 first-round draft pick. Uh, so, going back to your point, so yeah. yeah. So I'm not I'm not trying to say uh, Marcus Morris Senior is elite elite caliber. He's a good player. He's he does his role. He's a decent player. And I think him coming off the bench was is definitely a good move the Clippers did because after especially when Kawhi doesn't play those back-to-back BS games. For no reason. For no reason. For no reason. You got Marcus Morris to fill in that void to supply more scoring, more big man defense. And then when it comes to the playoffs, a big, a longer run where Kawhi, if he wants to sit out even more, Marcus Morris can take it up, take that uh, position. Whereas if Marcus Morris wasn't there, Mo Harkless would have been that person. Or um, not Montrez, but like, um, you know, some... Some random guy off the bench when you know you got a number, random guy. Yeah, some yeah. number one guy to come fill that void. Yeah, I think um, in in regards to um your right? viewpoint, Bryce, um, I think it's a very good trade for the Clippers, primarily because of how they play their bench. Agreed. You look at them at the beginning of the season, even before the season, the bench is primarily a duo of little. Lou Williams and Mo Hurt. Montrez. 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 Harold. Yeah, Harold. Yeah. Montrez Harold. Primarily, most of the scoring came to both of them. Now I'm adding Mo. Um, Mo Harkless. I'm sorry. Marcus Morris. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Morris and Mo Harkless. And Isaiah and, Thomas. Well. Isaiah geez. Thomas. Yeah. I, okay. His spirit. His spirit. His spirit is still there. Yeah. 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 It time, baby. Having that extra um to your bench can oh, yeah. definitely got wave. Yeah, immediately. He got waved immediately. It's very bad. Yeah, sadly, yeah. I want IT time to happen. Miami, pick him up. Pick I heard. Him. I heard Boston. Well, I've heard a rumor that Boston's a front runner. That would that would be nice, bro. IT time back in Boston Sixers. would be nice. Yeah. And um, having uh, with that being said, um, it definitely adds more depth to their bench lineup at least. So definitely a good trade in my opinion. Okay. I agree. Um, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, you had a second trade that you were very interested in. Is it the Miami one? No. Okay, good. Because I, I like that trade a lot. Uh, my second one is the Detroit-Cleveland. Ah, uh, yes. Arguably the trade of the year. Arguably. Oh, uh, man. They sent No, no, no. I don't, I don't mean it in a good way. Yeah, no, definitely in the bad way. Because I think both... So, so before you begin, uh, the trade had been finalized that Andre Drummond will be going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The um, the Pistons had received John Henson, Brandon Knight, and a second-round draft pick in 2023. Continue. Uh, you traded dumb. This is, what, this is what happened. Dumb and Dumber were talking, 
and they who, made who, a trade. Who, who, who? So dumb is Detroit, dumber is Cleveland. What? No, I think it would I be the dumber was Detroit. No, listen, listen, because <laughs> you take this is how I see it. Okay. You take you get Drummond. You're already losing. You take Drummond just for giggles. Um, I'm glad you didn't say that first yeah, phrase. Just for that. giggles, and you take a man who's an All Star caliber player and should have been an All Star in my opinion. And he has a huge contract, so you take on extra money. You have kind of like the same person with Tristan, not as effective, but Drummond, a better Tristan, more polished Tristan Thompson. and More developed. More developed, exactly. And you take him on, not knowing if he's going to come back next season. So it's pretty much just being friendly to Detroit, saying, oh, I'll take the person, the contract. So Cleveland signed up for a free trial on Andre Drummond. Exactly. That might not be available next season. Exactly, because he's not Kawhi. He's not going to... I mean, uh, Toronto's already had Kawhi in the beginning of the season, yeah. of course. But still, like, it's a free trial, like, you know, two-week two week, um, or week trial. Yeah. See how it tests out. A if you like trial. the place. Yeah. If you like the place, which he probably doesn't, he's going to leave. I mean, okay, Airbnb. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, like, you know, he does have Col- Colin uh, Sexton there. Darius Garland. Yeah, he... I, it's a nice group. It's a nice young group there, but does he really want to spend his time there? He's tired of losing. If I was him, I'm tired of losing. He yeah. came from the Pistons, correct? Correct. Yeah. I mean, um, I think uh, Thursday night, while I was waiting for your club practice, that didn't, you know, happen. Uh, because I told on the schedule that was going to happen on Thursday. I didn't know that until oh, I Oh, well, I mean, I didn't know you were going to show up, so you should probably text me whenever you're going to show up. Oh my gosh, what did you write? There's so much still in the When I was waiting there Thursday and I saw the trade, I'm like, wow, this trade is something. You went from at least an AFC team to a I mean, very well, uncertain team. I, I, I think Detroit's ninth. Uh, Detroit, Detroit yeah. is currently 11th. Oh, never mind. No, no, 9th, 10th. Yeah, 11th. They are uh, 4 games back behind Orlando. Or the AC. Uh, Washington is ninth. Chicago is 10th. Hey, Chicago is 10th. Shout out to Zach Levine. I mean, right. in, in terms of them at least achieving the playoff spot, I mean, that, I, that's kind of what, from what I, I see. As soon as I saw Blake Griffin not being the Blake Griffin that, we, that we've seen in the past and him just being entirely injury, injury prone, they weren't going to make the playoffs. And what did you see in return to that? More offensive minutes and playing time from Derrick Rose. So that's kind of why. Wait, 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 wait. He's still Blake like Griffin being hurt is not the catalyst to Derrick Rose. <laughs> um, it's not the catalyst, but he see him step up more. Okay, I, I can see that, like stat wise, but like not minutes wise. Stat wise. Yes. Okay. Stat wise, I can maybe see that, but at the same time, like Derrick Rose is still only averaging like twenty seven minutes a game. By the way, six man of the year, he definitely should be. But um, yeah, so Steven, so what what trade really grabbed your attention, or which trade do you think was phenomenal? Stark times out here, man. They did my big brother dirty. Who's your big brother? Kenzo Russell. Oh, okay. You're talking about the Golden State, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves trade. So for everyone that doesn't know, which is kind of ridiculous, they uh, so DeAndre Russell is going to the Timberwolves. And Andrew Wiggins, a 2021 top three protected first round draft pick, and a 2021 second round draft pick. Right? 
Yeah. And then what? Jacob will be going to the Warriors, and then Jacob Evans and Omar Spielman will. Oh, okay, so D'Angelo Russell. No, sorry, mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins, Jacob Evans, and Omar Omar Spellman will be going to the Timberwolves. Yeah. Yes, D'Angelo and then D'Angelo Russell. No. No, I'm sorry, Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Okay, D'Angelo Russell, Jacob Evans, and Omari Spellman, Spielman, whatever, yes. will be going to the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Wiggins, a 2021 top three protected first round draft pick, and a 2021 second round draft pick will be going to Golden State. Yes. Okay, good. I got it right. I'm sorry. It's just worded terribly here on ESPN. Yeah, and, you know, I'm not mad about the trade. I'm mad at the remarks that Steve Kerr decided to make after the fact. Facts. Like, there's no, like... A little, a little bit disrespectful. Huh? Yeah, like, you don't ever... How are you going to bring... We really went your way. They, they, they did trade for him, correct? Yeah. They traded Yeah, it, for it was like man. a Simon trade. They traded for this man. Who they... That's how, Katie, that's how Katie got over there. Yeah, basically. So, they traded a man... Who is solely responsible? Well, except for Eric Paschal's, you know, a little slight emergence throughout the year. And Alex Burks before he got traded off too. He's the main reason why they winning. Thanks. And for you to be like, at first, at first I thought they weren't going to trade him because initially the thing was they wanted to see him play side by side with Curry, and I was like, all right, that makes sense. And Curry sense. broke his hand. No, but they were they were they were supposed to wait for him to come back. Oh, was, was injured while Curry broke his hand. Yeah, sure, so they're going they're going to wait for him to come back. And they didn't. And they didn't. And then for them to be like, it just, he wasn't a good fit. What are you trading? What are you wasting a player's time Agreed. for if he's not a good fit? Yeah. He could be, he could have, he could have just stayed in, in, well, he couldn't have stayed in Brooklyn. If he would have stayed in Brooklyn, the Nets probably, I mean, the Knicks would probably be stacked right now. But. That, that is, that possibly be a good decision. Well, maybe, maybe not because remember, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. But remember, Kevin Durant wasn't really sold on. The Knicks, anyways. They said, well, Kyrie said that they were they were already going wherever, like together. Yeah, but you know they weren't really sold on the Knicks though. Yeah, yeah. Um, two things with me about that trade is that Steve Kerr is fake, and then that Bob Myers, the GM for the Golden State, is a genius. What do you say? No, it's just no, that like the trade. Yeah, the trade. Like I've always liked him because how he drafted everyone, like everyone that's there now or was there was a product of his drafting. Like, he didn't trade for them until KD came in, too. Yeah. Mark the, Jackson the, deserves credit, too. No, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Bob credit. Myers, as a GM, deserves credit, too. Um, but And then Mark Jackson, of course. And then for him to trade for Wiggins, imagine the lineup next season with Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Green, or if, Pascal, or Pascal. If everyone stays. If everyone stays. Of well, everyone's on contract. They're true. Um, already, yeah, everyone already signed. True, by um, the way, yeah. So, Draymond Green slash Pascal... And then get, then to sign um, James Wiseman, mm-hmm. that's a scary starting five. Oh, it, well, Dang, should they, might should, should, should they draft James Wiseman though? Because that's yeah, I get a small they, ball, and that's their epitome. But at the same time, they need a big man. They need to trade for ball. wait, wait, wait Wiseman's a big man. Wiseman's six yeah. one, seven one. Sorry, seven one. Wiseman's seven one. Yeah. yeah. Have I been watching? Hey, that's the thing. That's the thing. We haven't seen any highlights because he, he only played like three, four games. Yeah. If that. Okay, so, uh, Jonathan, any trades besides the three mentioned, or would you like to reiterate a trade with some different opinions that really interest you or spark your, um, I guess, interest again? Yeah, great grammar, John. Um, I'm probably going to steal yours, but I really like the Miami Heat trade. Shocking! 
<laughs> okay, so what, what did you like so much about Miami? We, we could discuss this. Right, that it fills the bandwagon. No picks involved. I well, think that was the biggest thing. I and, won't. Um, Here, here's the thing. Miami didn't have any picks. We traded a lot of our picks away. You had the lineup that we Hey, and that's fine because the two picks that we did have are currently in great shape. Hero leading all rookies in three point three points made. Kendrick Dunn, top three rookie of the year. Kendrick Dunn drafted. Kendrick Dunn, yeah, was undrafted. Yeah. So it was Duncan, he, too. He's yeah. <laughs> Oh, Bam. You can say Bam. Bam, yeah. Dave. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I just want to say, Pat Riley, I like his mindset. And Riley, we trust. With the whole thing uh, of trying to win now, I understand. He doesn't He doesn't look for a future. Like, he never really looks for, like, okay, the next two, three years. Oh, sorry. The next two, three years, like, um, we're, like, we're preparing for this. I'm, I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's like, try to have a future. At least save one or two picks. Like, don't give everything away. I think um, in this scenario, he's trying to have a future with the young talent that he has on the team. And um, going back to the trades, um, having an old defensive soul, which is Andre Iguodala, Mm -hmm. going to Miami really added the defensive style or defensive front that Miami really needed. I I agree. And y'all, y'all gave, well, the, the Heat I, gave up. So, okay, so going to the trade, I'll bring it up right now. So the Miami Heat traded Deion Waiters, Justice Winslow, and James Johnson to Memphis for Iguodala, Solomon Hill, and Jay Crowder. Um, and then the Minnesota, with by picking up James Johnson, traded Johnson to the Timberwolves for Goran Dieng. George Gorgie, yeah. Yeah. Gorgie Chang. I try my best here, people. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, like you mentioned... Andre, I wouldn't say Andre Iguodala is like the, the like a primary defender. Like he's still a really good defender. He brings a lot of uh, playoff experience of this young team and championship experience. Never, you know, he was battling with LeBron James. He won a Finals MVP, which arguably, arguably should not have been given to him. Like he didn't deserve that. Argu- I'm not listen, I'm not making an argument. Well, we, feel like we, 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 we could we could do this argument later. We could do this argument later. But well, I say claim, but, but he claimed going for a regular person. Anyway. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. We gotta focus here. So anyway, so the fact that like he does bring a lot of defense, like Jonathan didn't mention, that we were struggling in. And he does bring height, which our team is very small. Like I remember Bryce had telling me um, a while ago, our big man depth is kinda limited. Which you know, which we have usually Miles Leonard and Bam Adebayo starting forward, center, center forward. You know, it depends, whatever. And then Kelly Olynyk being our kind of our backup. Mm. Um, but how, I'm really most happy with picking up Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, even though he's six six, he is a physical, in your face. I don't care your size, six six. That brings a lot of intensity. He can spread the floor out with three point shooting ability, which I love. He's a smart player. He doesn't play outside of his role, and I think that's that was the, and I you know equal. Everyone says Iguodala, but I think the Crowder part of the deal was the best part of the deal. My yeah, opinion. Crowder. Crowder was definitely the, the president. I, I think it was just a I, yeah accessory. Yeah, I you know I think that's a, and you know going to the Blazers game, which we sadly lost because Lillard Lillard is being Lillard. You know he's bla- he's literally blazing a trail to MVP. You know, and we can play defense, but then that's chilling. And I think short term it's going to help us. Long term, it's going to help us even more. Um, so 
Let me see any other. So before we go into the All Star events and our predictions, what do y'all think about the Rockets? Huge four-team trade, which I'll bring that up right now. Um, so basically, the Rockets acquired Robert Covington, traded Clint Capella to the Hawks. Um, the Timberwolves also required uh, two first-round draft picks, including Houston's 2020 pick. Then uh, they moved on, to, and then Denver. Oh, they got rid of. They gave up Houston's 2020 pick for Denver's Malik Be uh, Beas Beasley yeah. and forward Juan Heron Gomez. Yeah. For the trade, I think for the Houston Rockets, it was good picking up Covington, but I don't think it was good what they traded for. Traded Clint for like. I think they should trade like an Aaron Gordon, PJ. Their Tucker. average size is six five, by the way. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I would have traded. I would have tried to get Capella for uh, John Collins straight. I feel like having John Collins. Yeah, but they wouldn't have been around John Collins. Who? But you gotta think, bro. Houston has pieces. You can only just throw. Be like, ah, I'll throw another. Pick. I'll throw Gerald Green on that for y'all. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I I'll think throw they, Eric. I'll throw Eric Gordon on there for y'all. Like, I think they so need a the center do. though. Like. You made PJ Tucker really play center, like yeah. Not really. That's what I'm saying. If they would have got John Collins, you gotta, you gotta every center you gotta big, thirty and, to thirty, and, and he's able to shoot. So yeah, um, that would fit mean, their fall ball. I mean, fall ball, small I, ball. Yeah, I agree because it honestly showed last night when they played uh, Utah mm -hmm. against the Frenchman. I mean, Rudy I mean, Gobert. Even though, yeah, Rudy Gobert. Sorry no, for, yeah, that, for the people that um, don't know. But I just want to say Russell Westbrook, little baby. You know, he's out there. Shaking the, shaking yeah, the they did beat the Lakers that first game. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, then they kind of got their behinds handed to them several games back to back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so before we go into. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, we'll just go straight into the All Star events. So, All Star events this Friday, Saturday, Sunday mm -hmm. in Chicago. <clears throat> we have, you know, obviously the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. We got mounted through three point competition. We got the AT&T Slam Dunk competition. Then we have the ultimate. Also, we have the celebrity game. Uh, Kevin Hart's in it, right? I'm not sure. When is he not in it? That's the you biggest question. No, no, yeah. So he he, he, he was. I think last year he was a coach, and then halftime his team was getting their behinds whooped. Mm -hmm. So he became a player, and the other coach was kind of pissed off about that, but they still lost. But he still somehow won MVP. Um, yeah. <laughs> he still one of you. I, I think so. I think it was, was, was like second, barely. But uh, so going to the talk about skills challenge. Um, so we have defending ta uh, defending champion Jason Tatum, along with Bam Adebayo, Patrick Beverly, Spencer D Dinwiddle, Shay uh, Gilgauskas Alexander, Chris Milton, uh, Domantis uh, Sabonis, Pascal Siakam. Uh, for the final prop. So, you, out of curiosity, what player is going to win the skills challenge? I think either the reigning champion Jason or... He's going to go back-to-back? Back-to-back or Bam. Bam out of bio, okay? Shy. By, by the way, with all due respect, I'm going to be completely honest. I, I As a Heat fan, every Heat fan is going to win their their respective uh, <laughs> their respective uh, challenges. But yeah, so, so why Bam or Tatum? Uh, Tatum's just, I mean, I, sorry, like, just watching the game, um, when they played, did they play the Heat? I don't know if they played the Heat just two days ago. Oh, played Orlando. Did they, they play Orlando? Tatum. Lord, I mean, that man was all fired. Fire. 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 So, it's just like, I think he could win it. Even though it's, you know, different skills, I think Tatum can definitely okay. win it. Steven, you said... 
I mean, bias, I want shot at one. But um, in reality... Uh, ignore Derrick Rose. He's in. No, I'm not being there. Shaka would honestly not think about it because the setup is like, I I don't like the uh, the setup, like the the new setup that they've initiated. Yes. Yeah, where one. it's less like one v one. Yeah, it's one v one. It's like yeah. So it's, it, yeah, first person make the shot and all the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I like the the older one where you yeah, where it's speed. the whole core. Yeah, speed. It was actually skill. You know, you miss the pass. You, it's not like where Joel Embiid threw three passes to the ground and they called it. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to see what you call it. I'm sorry. I don't want to see no big men. I'm. I'm not here to see a skill Well, actually, Carnegie Towns didn't he win the first? Uh, in his new format, he won the first. Yeah, he won the first. One. Yeah. But still, I mean, trust me, I'm happy that big men are evolving. But skills challenge, please wait, keep. So, so you guys. would rather wait a little while longer? Or 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 go back to two different formats. I feel like it would be way better if if they did guards and bigs in two separate things. Because okay. one, bigs are already funny. Watching the watching the big can, dribble. Can you, can you imagine seeing Shaq doing this? Yeah, picture Shaq just running, dribbling, okay, no, dribbling here, 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 Not like Orlando Shaq, like Cleveland Cavaliers, Boston Celtics Shaq. Oh, downfall. Like, yeah. That would, <laughs> that would be the funniest thing ever. Shaq probably pushed somebody out the way. I ain't Facts. Yeah. Like, like three-point or not, he would just break the rim. <laughs> so, uh, Jonathan, uh, do, you have a fan, do you have a favorite? Um, going to the skills challenge. Um, I'm gonna go stick with the uh, reigning champ. You're gonna stick with the reigning champ. But um, looking well, doing my analysis on the Heat and their offensive uh, drives and scoring and what makes them at least at the time of me watching the six rank offense in the NBA. Primarily going off through uh, handoffs. Uh, Handoffs. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. And primarily the fact that most of them, if not all of them, are started by Bam Adebayo. Yeah, he usually does bring the ball up the court. Shows that he's a good screener and a good passer as well. So I look forward to seeing the competition primarily between the both of them. Yeah. Uh, so out so of them, Jason Taylor. Yeah. So out of the biasness, I go with Bam. You know, as Jonathan mentioned, he does bring the ball up the court. He does have good speed, good handles, and footwork is very nice. Now. The three-point shooting might be the problem. Yeah. Yeah, so... Does it have... Wait, so is it... That's how you win? They had to make the three? It wasn't three, then layup? No, it was layup, then three. But if um, if you get there first, and you and you miss... It's like five... No, now it's at, until you make it first. Yeah, yeah. so you, so make, yeah. you make the layup, and then you rush down. And yeah, then no, but then now it's until you make the three-pointer. Because I think that's what it is now. Because it's not like, oh, you only have three shots. But yeah, it's until you make it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's until, until you make it. Yeah. So going off that aspect, I do, I, I, Bam Adebayo because of biasness, and he's gonna win, obviously. Can but give if I had to choose, a, if I had to choose a dark horse, yeah. or someone that might win, I'm gonna go with uh, Shea Gilchrist Alexander. SGA. SGA. Okay. Yes, sir. So uh, now going to the three-point contest. Uh, our participants are uh, defending champion Joe Harris. Then we got. Davis Bertens, Devontae Graham, Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Dame Dollar, Duncan Robinson, and Trey Young. So, uh, we'll go. We'll start with you, Jonathan. Who, who's your uh, fan favorite, or not your fan favorite? Who's your favorite to win this competition? Can you repeat the participants again? So we have defending champion Joe Harris. We have Davis Bertens, Devontae Graham, Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Dame Dollar, Duncan Robinson. By the way, Damian Lillard for people that don't know. Duncan Robinson and Trey Young. 
I'm seeing a competition between Duncan Robinson and Joe Harris. Okay. okay. Duncan, so, he's been doing a real good field goal percentage, but I think he's high 30s, low 40s in terms of field goal percentage, so that's a pretty good well, overall, three overall, point, overall, overall third, three point percentage. He's around 45, 46% right now. And um, Joe Harris, because that's primarily his position, and he has experience of going into there, so. He has the defending champion, too. But, um,. I think it'll be funny to see Zach Levine win, even what? though, yeah. you know, huh? okay, okay, just yeah. just the fact that he's there because he didn't want to do the dunk contest. So. Well, he wanted to, but he wanted to do it while being an all-star. Yeah. That was the main thing, since he was, wasn't voted in, and then yes, arguably could have been an all-star, he decided to join the three-point contest. That was the main issue. But, okay. But, yeah, thank you. So, you think the main battle, Harris, Duncan? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, Steven? Um, well, quick question. This year, are they doing the... Uh, yeah, so, the okay, yeah, yeah. so there's, the there's a new format. So, there's an extra two shots, right? I think it's three. Three, and they're all worth Yeah, so there's an points. extra three... There's an extra three shots, or three shot positions. There's their initial five. Mm-hmm. You know, ball's worth one, money ball worth two, and then they'll have the money rack, Yeah. if I'm correct. And then there's two... There's three spots that are 33... That are 30 feet behind... Wait, wait, wait. 30 feet behind? Not 30. You mean like 30 like, feet like from okay, the Okay, so they're 5 feet. So they're 30 feet away from the three-point line. Gotcha. 5 feet overall behind the th- uh, three-point line. Okay. Yeah. And um, those are worth three points in total. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I forgot to mention that, Jonathan. Thank you, Steven. So going off that, who do you like? Look, I'm picking the two people that I know have been torching that ball, man. I don't know about him. That Duncan Robinson and Joe Harris, man, you could throw it out the window. Yeah. Dame Dalla and Trey Young. Clearly, clearly. One, one, one. <laughs> oh, are you okay? One, I'm pretty sure, uh, in my opinion, yeah, they had the fastest trigger. They had the fastest trigger out of all of them. You know, you know, based off science that we've seen, and stuff, they do have the fastest, not some of the fastest triggers in the NBA. And Jonathan, I mean, not Jonathan, Bryce, so seeing your reaction, yeah. you, you agree. Now, and, the, and they got rain. They got now, now, now question, question. Is it going to be Lillard or Young? Lillard. Um, um, I got to go with my brother. Okay, you're going with Dame Dollar halftime Dame performance Dollar. of the All-Star. I'm not going to lie. That's that man. I want, I want Trey Young to have a pretty good All-Star. All-Star okay. break. So, okay. so you're going to go with him. Okay, so we have... Starter wins his first three points. So for, yeah, so, so for me, obviously, Duncan Robinson, without a shadow of a doubt. Wow. Yeah, but if I had to choose a dark horse, uh, although I do like Leonard and Young, I do like Buddy Heald a lot. I do think he's just gonna kind of just just explode for no reason. I thought about Buddy, but that's the thing. Because if he doesn't explode, it's like oh. yeah, yeah. But I, if I, he does, it's he's. I, I think he's he's hot. just gonna make it past the first round and then explode off and win it. But obviously, Duncan Robinson is gonna win it because he's from Miami. <laughs> wow. So that's a fact. So now going to the funnest. Arguably the funnest one. So we have don't even, don't the even, dunk contest. Don't even give it that 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 title. We have arguably. Don't even give it. So we have Darius Jones Jr., mm-hmm. Dwight Howard, mm-hmm. welcome back, Aaron Gordon, and Pat. Uh, Pat Kanan. Pat Kanan, yeah. Yeah, that guy. I just want to say, for me. For, first of all, do you agree with this lineup? No, no. Only no. because no offense. I'm I'm not too big on Dwight Howard. I don't know if he can jump still. And Pat Kanan, like. 
I don't know if he can really jump like with these other high jumps. Well, he might he might do like a Larry Nance Jr. and just be very crafty in his dunk. All right, but look, Larry like, Nance was. I think the difference between Larry well. Larry Nance, Larry Nance, Nance had Jr. power too. That's the thing. They also they always factor in like power when yeah. it comes to the. Yeah, dunk. that's why Dominic Wilkins is considered one of the greats because yeah, yeah he he really didn't jump that high, but he almost broke the rim yeah. every time he dunked. Yeah. Even in games, just like a simple one-handed dunk, the ground shook. Yeah, so Pat, yeah. I don't know. I would have rather. I'm not gonna lie. If they would put Caruso in there now, nah. nah, that would have been pretty funny. Two Lakers though. That's kind of biased. Yeah. Um, but, I would. I would like to have seen Zach Levine though. Yeah. Obviously, because this is like a really healthy yeah. year for him. Um, I also would have liked to see um, the SGA. Because he did put really? on a fantastic, yeah, he put on a fantastic performance when he was in the dunk contest. No, you're talking about Hami. Hami, my bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's Hummy. injured. That's right. I'm Hummy. sorry, I got the two mixed up. I apologize like, for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, you know, I had to rock with. I got to rock with AG. You got to rock with Aaron Gordon. That's the that's the boy. Yes. So, um, Stephen, your choice. Look, man, I'm I'm gonna go with the person that I've been seeing put on. Spectacular dunks since he's been in high school, and that's Derrick Jones Jr. Derrick Jones Jr. I've the yes. things I've seen this man do. Yes, for the past years that I've been watching him, it's is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and he's only getting you know, yeah, only getting better with time. Um, Jonathan, any debates on AG or Derrick Jones? Um, I think it's gonna be a close tie between both of them. Um, Aaron Jones. Sorry, Aaron Gordon has um. Aaron Jones, it does It is. Yeah, running back. Yeah, he's a running back. And uh, going off of um, that, what's the word? Going off that selection, what he's been doing, how he's been doing. I feel pretty strong for him, but I also feel a close running up being Jared Jones Jr. Just he could, you know, legit jump off the gym. Yeah. Jump out. Jump out. Yeah, I don't want anyone jumping off a gym. That's kind of scary. Well, what if you're dunking it, though? What if it's a, a successful dunk? That's a scary dunk. <laughs> <laughs> With a parachute to jump off. <laughs> no, someone brought a parachute. They, they have to win. They just they glide. They parachute they, to the end. Yeah, yeah, they glide into the dunk. <laughs> Picture that full court. Full court dunk. I would watch it. That would be cool. Just, just jumped out the plane. I saw um. <laughs> BYU. Oh, hold up. He's stuck in the, in the Raptors, people. Hold up. <laughs> I see BYU did a three-point dunk attempt with their mascot over oh, the yeah, weekend. Yeah. Uh, oh, BYU. Didn't yeah, the so Nuggets do it, too? No, no, no. That was BYU. No, that yeah. was the Wildcat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so BYU literally launched their mascot from three-point line for a dunk, and that would be worth three points. So, I don't know obviously, how they did that, though. Derrick Jones Jr. going to win it automatically, Miami. Aaron Gordon, very close second. Um... I do expect a great performance by Dwight Howard, though. I think he's going to be crafty, he's going to bring a lot of showmanship, and he's going to make it fun like he always does. So, going into the All-Star game, the final bit before we end up in the show, we have Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. I'm not going to name the players because it's a lot of players. Um, yeah, Giannis, Giannis over his drafted in Bryce. What? That's up to debate. What? <laughs> We get the bait down another time. Oh, bro, you got stuck with the milk does. Irregardless. Okay. Yeah, at least they didn't end up on the same team there. The, the players knew. Brown and Giannis was like, yeah, Ben Simmons and Kyler can't be on the same team. Okay. Irregardless, <laughs> uh, do you think that 
Who do you guys think will be, I guess, the MVP and the ultimate winners of the game? Ultimate winner, Team LeBron. Team LeBron. MVP. Hmm. That's, that's odd. Well, I just said that. No. MVP? I think I would have to give it to um, either the LA kids. LeBron. Not kids, but Le- either LeBron, the boys. E- yeah, or Kawhi. Okay. One of those LA boys. Okay, so you're literally just picking three different players for an MVP. Sorry, yeah. uh, Steven? <laughs> um, well, yeah. I feel like Team LeBron's going to win because Giannis, Giannis picked a pretty bad team. Man. Okay. This, this, that's anyways, I, anyways, anyways, anyways. Uh, and um, who's he? Have? He has Luca or Trey? He has, yeah, he has Trey. Yeah, LeBron has Trey. Yeah. No, LeBron no, has Luca. LeBron yeah. has all the. By the way, by the way, if you really yeah. look at the yeah, teams, so it really is basically oh. East versus West. Yeah, but well, not. Y'all think Luca's going to play now? That I think about it. Yeah, he will. You sure? Yeah, a week to recover. Yeah, no, no. Like, he used to be, he used to be back started, by Wednesday. He said he Wednesday. just started doing 5v5. So. Yeah, yeah, but like he, he's projected to be back by Wednesday. But the thing is, like, I guess he'll just tell the coach, I'm not going to really play much, you know. Let me have, you know, what it. And this is going to be interesting because he was going to not pick. Hey, man, Harden going for 80. Jesus. Okay. 75 shots. That, okay, that's not Total score right. is going to be 250, how many, 225. Okay, how many uh, turnovers? 16. It's all-star game. You got to max out. Bad point. Okay. Well, do you might as well do 2020 then. <laughs> nah, I can't get with 2020. Yeah, yeah. 20 free throw mix, 20 turnovers. Yeah, he might get 40 free throws. Easily. Okay. Steven? Uh, not Steven. Jonathan? I am terrible at doing these right now. I got to go eat something. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go with Team LeBron just okay. to call it out. Okay. Um, and I'm going to just leave it at that. Okay. That's respectful. You don't got no MVP? Yeah. MVP? Nobody. No one's worth MVP. Just, so, just don't want to make the show any longer. Okay, interesting. Uh, 7 p.m. Anyways. Um, so I'll, I'll be the devil's advocate and I'll say Team Giannis. Okay. And yeah, just for, you know, just to be a different person. And I'm going to say Dane Dollar. Not, not because of his performance on the court, but he's the halftime performance. He is doing double duty. Wait, he performing? Is he rapping? Yeah, he's yeah, rapping. Bro. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> he not even have time to relax. He's gonna yeah. be tired. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna put on one of the best halftime performances and just get MVP off that. He's still probably he's gonna, gonna lip sync. Dro- watch, he's gonna lip sync so he can save energy. No, nah, he, he's gonna yeah, drop like he's probably gonna drop like a like fifth like eighteen five and five or something like that. And you know, with the end, like he's just gonna kill it as halftime performance. And then just win MVP off the. That's my prediction. But yeah, so as Jonathan mentioned, we do have to uh, end the show off. So, slightly late, I apologize for that. But thank you everyone for listening and tuning in. Thank you guys for everyone that's called in the past. Thank you, Junior, for calling in the past three weeks, keeping the show alive and active. We do appreciate that. Anyone, everyone else, please call in, voice your opinion. We love to hear everyone else's opinion. Um, any final plugs, you know? Shout outs, comments you guys would like to mention? Can't wait for the NFL to free agency. Okay. Steven? Um anything important this week? No. Hey man, watch the All Star game. No, watch celebrity all star game. That's funny. That's where all the live things happen. Yeah, Jake Cole's in it this year. Ooh. Right, no, I, he, was, he was on the list. It I was uh, Chance and uh, Common are the uh, captains. That's right. I thought I saw my bad, I must have. And uh Shout out to Chance the Rapper. 
he got him. He got his little brother. He got Quavo on his team. Quavo. Okay. Uh, Jonathan, any final comments, shoutouts you want to mention? I just want to give a shout out to Ashley Sim from the Train to Go Soccer Academy in Pinecrest. And also, if you want to hear this, this is also on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other many other more streaming services. And once again, thank you for setting all this up, Jonathan. We really do appreciate that. Thank you, um, thank you. Follow me on Instagram. I don't post anything, but it's uh, lowercase j moose five four. Uh, also, another thing. Um, Bryce is the president of a sport management club here at Barry. He just started this semester. So we're pretty much looking for a volunteering activity. So if you are any coaches, anybody that does any athletic work, then uh, contact Bryce if possible. Yes, um, my Instagram is hoh underscore Bryce, or you can email me at bryce.reddick at mymail.barry.edu and it's with the Y, Bryce.reddick at mymail.barry.edu And he's not sponsored by House of Highlights just so you guys Yet. Know. By the way, if anyone wants to sponsor us, please sponsor us. We would easy do a 30-minute ad read if you guys want that. Easy. I'll read an ad for an hour if y'all really want me to. We'll, we'll make the whole show about That's an you. advertiser, yeah. You get your own. Yeah. <laughs> it's up for time slots. Yeah. <laughs> anyway uh, thank you guys for watching appreciate that thank you for Bryce Steven being the expert show thank you Jonathan for also being the expert for being the creator for you know doing all the behind the scenes stuff that you do thank you so much for putting on us online thank you for everyone watching Um, yeah so I hope you guys stay safe hope you guys have a great Monday and enjoy the weekend enjoy the weekend